Welcome to the Let's Talk Money and More podcast with me, Leslie Thomas. The aim of the podcast is to get us all talking about money more. Talking about money is still considered to be a taboo. We don't talk about money enough. Women don't talk about money enough. And that needs to stop. In this podcast, my guests and I talk about money, mindset, and how to turn around limiting beliefs, allowing you to develop a healthy, wealthy money mindset. Our relationship with money doesn't just affect our finances, but impacts every aspect of our business. And most of all, our own sense of self-value and self-worth. By mastering your mindset, you can in turn master the money you make in your business. Welcome to the latest episode of the Let's Talk Many and More podcast with me, Leslie Thomas. Today is a solo episode and I'm doing this a little bit on the fly today, but I had an idea what I wanted to talk about as a result of a masterclass I've just given in an online summit. Um, So I've decided to use some of the content of that presentation to talk about something I think is very much overlooked when it comes to our relationship with money and an assumption that we can make with regards to this topic. And the topic I want to talk about today is confidence. The masterclass that I ran um, a little bit earlier this afternoon was called Currency of Confidence, Elevating Self-Worth to Transform Your Financial Reality. And I think confidence is something that is very much misunderstood. A number of you might be thinking right now, well, I'm not very confident when the reality is we were all born with an innate sense of confidence. All babies have that one trait in common, and that is all babies are born with a rock solid sense of confidence. Confidence to try new things, to never give up to interact with new people, to really not give a damn about other people's opinions. You will never, ever see a baby when they've learned to sit up and they're about to embark upon giving walking its first go. You don't see a baby stand up and fall back down again and stand up and fall back down again and be looking to see if anybody saw what happened there because they're going to be a bit embarrassed if they did. No, a baby doesn't give a damn. They have their eye on the prize and they absolutely have real focus on the result they want to achieve. As babies, we soak up information around us like we are a sponge We explore our world without any hesitation. We go where we want to go. We do what we want to do until our parents stop us from doing some of those things, um, particularly if they are unsafe. But when we never hold ourselves back as babies, 
we have really high expectations of ourselves and of those around us. And as a baby, they never give up or take no for an answer when they want to be fed, when they want their nappy changed, when they want to go to sleep, when they want us to get up, et cetera, et cetera. So if we are all born with a rock solid sense of confidence, yet as adults, as adults, we say things like, I'm not very confident. I don't have much confidence. What that actually means is we have lost our confidence and we need to find a way to be able to restore that sense of confidence we once had. We had it before, therefore, we know it is possible to have it again. But what is really important to understand is what has happened, what has created that sense that we no longer have that strong sense of confidence that we were born with. And there's a whole load of things that will have happened. We go to school and we have teachers saying things to us like, you're not particularly good at maths, are you? You didn't do really well in that spelling test. Will you be quiet? Will you put your hand down? Will you stop interrupting? And then you have your friends and your peers in the classroom saying things like, no, there's already enough people on the football team, but you missed the goal the last time, so you can't uh, be on the team again. Or no, I've already got three best friends. I don't need another one, thank you, so you can't be my friend or looking at you saying, what are those trainers you're wearing? And our parents could be saying things like, what do you mean you didn't do very well in the spelling test? I was always fantastic at spelling. What do you mean you only got seven out of 10 in your maths test? You can surely do better than that. What do you mean you've got detention? What have you done in order to have been given detention? the weight of the pressure of other people's expectations starts to sit heavily on your shoulders. And then you start to become aware and see yourself in the mirror and maybe feeling that you are different to other people. You have curlier hair. You're taller than them. You're shorter than them. You're more developed in certain areas, etc., etc. But you start to feel different. And then you start to become aware of the conversations your parents are having about money, the conversations your parents are not having about money, the things that your parents are whispering with regards to money, comparing yourself to others who have and don't have money, and the things that your parents are saying about people who have and don't have money. And so it begins you're able to start viewing the world through a different lens. And that different lens can feel confusing, can lead to you feeling less than, can lead to you feeling not enough. You can start questioning your own self-worth, which is the exact opposite of how we all felt when we were babies. and. Something I frequently say is 
how we do money is how we do everything. And a confident relationship with money begins with having a confident relationship with yourself. But the beauty is you were born with confidence. If you are lacking in confidence now, then that is simply as a result of things that have been layered on you and your sense of confidence because of all the experiences that have led you to where you are now. And that could be the things your teachers said at school. It could be things that children in the playground said to you or your parents or you comparing yourself to others unfavorably. And of course, the development of your relationship with money based on the money story given to you by your parents, just as their money story was given to them by their parents. And when it comes to our sense of confidence, we can have that used against us by our subconscious because our subconscious wants us to keep doing all the things that we've always done in order to keep us safe. But as we know, if we keep doing all the things that we've always done, then we're always going to get the same results, which is not great if we're trying to grow a business, if we are trying to create more wealth, more income, a different way of doing things, then we need to be really aware of the language that we are using and the language limiters that are really limiting us and allowing our confidence to stay at the level it is at, which is possibly not serving us and not serving us in the way that our confidence could have served us if we had continued to hold that same sense of confidence as when we were babies. So when I talk about language limiters, have a think about how often you say to yourself, either internally or out loud, I want to make more money, but I will do it when. It's okay for them because there's more to life than money. I'm happy as I am. People like me don't. It's too late to change now. So all those things there that I have just provided in that list, they are language limiters that simply allow us to stay where we are and to stay stuck. They are the excuses because that's what they are. Language limiters are really the excuses that we use to not do the things that we know we need to do because they will make us feel uncomfortable because they will make us feel unsafe, because we lack the confidence to do what we really know in our heart of hearts we should be doing. And this is where we all need to be a lot more Spice Girl. And this was the example I used in the masterclass I gave earlier today, um, is for us all to think of the Spice Girls and to Think of what they stood for in terms of tell me what you want 
what you really, really want. Because when you connect to what you really want at a real emotional level, that is when you will start to think about if this is what I want, what do I need to get? What do I need to do to get it? What are the steps I need to take? What is the very, very first step I need to take? And what do I need to do to take that step? So I invite you to think about what it is you really, really want. You may want to pause this podcast shortly to get out a notebook and pen and start writing down what is it you really want. Do you want to get out of debt? Do you want to stop using credit cards? Do you want to create a soft landing fund? I no longer use the term emergency fund because it can trigger a lot of people because an emergency has a connotation for some people, whereas a soft landing fund creates a completely different connotation and actually puts you in charge of creating a pot of money that creates confidence that you are building up for yourself a pot of cash that is to be used in certain eventualities that allows you to feel, I've got this. I planned for that. I planned for that just in case. I planned for the fact I needed two new tires on the car. I planned for the fact the boiler might break down. I planned for the fact that this certain bill landed, which I wasn't expecting. And a soft landing fund creates that sense of confidence that you are really planning and creating an insurance that allows you to know that no matter what comes down the road, you have made provision for it. Um, and that goes back to the language limiters. So that's why, you, as long as I remember, hopefully going forward, you won't hear me using the word emergency fund anymore. Soft landing fund, I think, or soft landing insurance has a really nice connotation to it with regards to you planning all your finances in a really positive way. So going back to what you really want, you may be um, in employment at the moment and you're deciding you want to leave your current job and that might be to move to another salary job. Or it may be because you decide you want to start to run your own business full time. You may decide you want to develop your business. You may want to take on a coach or a mentor for a particular aspect of running your business. What you are aiming for could be you want to become financially free. You want to get over your own language limitators of, you know, I'm too X. You may want to spend more time with your family. You may want to go after the big dream. Whatever is important to you, I want you to think about what you want, what you really, really want. Because for all of us, when we can think about what we want, that is when we can actually take those steps, no matter how uncomfortable they may seem, to actually achieve what we're looking for 
and to get out of our own way. And I want you to sit down and I want you to think about what is it that you really want? What is it you want to feel more comfortable about? And what are the steps you need to do to make it happen? Because when we start to do that, that is when we can really create that real sense of connection. And I want you to imagine that you have achieved whatever that goal is you have decided is important to you. I want you to do a few things. I want you to sit and connect with those emotions. I want you to be able to sit and imagine you have achieved that outcome. You're debt free. You no longer have any balance on your credit card. You have built up your soft landing fund to a particular amount of money. You have created financial freedom or you have saved up for an amazing family holiday or to pay for a particular coach or mentor or some training and development that you need, whatever it might be. I want you to connect with the emotions and I want you to feel all the feelings with regards to how you are going to be feeling at that point in time. What will you be seeing? What will you be hearing? And imagine those noises, particular noises you will be hearing. What will you be smelling? Who will you be sharing this news with? And what will they be saying back to you? And how will you be celebrating the fact that you have achieved this momentous thing? And what will that be the building block for? Because going forward, when you connect with those feelings, when you are able to recall how you are going to be feeling, those feelings will take over the lack of confidence that you feel with regards to the things you need to be doing to make it happen. And what that will do is create the evidence that allows you to know, I did it before, so I can do it again. So next time you're faced with a step that you need to be taking with regards to moving yourself, moving your business, moving your own development forward, you will have the evidence that you've already done it, which will make doing it next time much, much easier. It's a little bit like learning to drive. We all know that when we pass our driving test, we are not necessarily going to feel like really confident drivers. You know, I can remember when I first passed my test, which took me three goes to do, I passed on my third time, I'd never been on a motorway on my own. So the first time I had to go onto a motorway, I was really, really nervous. I lacked confidence in my ability to drive on a motorway because I'd never done it before. But I knew it was important that I learned to become more confident, to conquer my fear, because in order to be able to drive, to see my friends, et cetera, et cetera, then I had to do I had to get comfortable with driving on a motorway. And the more I did it, the more comfortable I became with doing it. I can also remember one of my friends when she first passed her driving test, 
we weren't allowed to talk in the car and we weren't allowed to have music on because she was not feeling confident in her ability at that point in time. But very quickly, after having some driving time um, under her belt, she soon became more confident and we were able to talk and we were able to have the radio on. So you will have lots of examples in your life where you didn't feel confident about something, but you will have the evidence that actually you had been able to increase and grow your confidence about whatever it was. It could be driving, it could be presenting, it could be going along to um, a networking event and initially not knowing anybody, but actually coming away, having made several um, new friendships as a result of feeling more confident about going along to those kinds of events. And that will encourage you to go to more. So there will be lots and lots of examples you will be able to think about where you created that confidence in your ability. And that is exactly the same with regards to anything that we need to do in our business. And that is why creating a confident relationship with money starts with having a confident relationship with yourself. And I want you to reflect back on examples, write them down, examples where you may not initially have been confident, but actually you kept showing up, you kept doing the thing, and that created the confidence. Because if you have done it once, you can do it again. And that is why for me, encouraging us all to be more baby is so important because I'll say it again. If you're saying to yourself and if you say to yourself at at any point, I'm not very confident, I lack in confidence. Remember, you used to be supremely confident until certain things happened. But remember, those things will probably have happened to you many, many years ago and not relevant now to the person you are, to the situation you are in. And maybe it's time to no longer let yourself be held back by what happened in your childhood, to leave that behind as we left many things behind from our childhood, the tooth fairy, the Easter bunny, et cetera, et cetera. And to actually decide to revert back to how we were as babies. And I'm not saying for a minute it's you're going to go from one to the other overnight, but to remind yourself of those situations where you have found your confidence, where you started off maybe not feeling particularly confident, but you are now in your zone of real comfort and confidence and zone of genius. So that is what I wanted to share with you for this week. As I say, it was somewhat on on the fly. I hadn't actually planned what I was going to say today up until the point that I presented this masterclass um, this afternoon. And I thought it would be something good to share with you all because a confident relationship with yourself is going to provide so, so many benefits in all aspects of your life and just reminding yourself of when you have created that sense of confidence from a point at which you may have thought 
it was not possible to feel confident is a really good way to create the evidence. So that is it for this week. I've had a few suggestions for content for future podcasts, um, which I will be recording over the coming weeks and months. Um, If you have anything you would like me to talk about on the podcast, please do reach out to me. I know I say it all the time. I love hearing from you. Um, And please do let me know. In the meantime, have a great week. Take care. Catch up with you soon. Thank you. Thanks very much for listening to the latest episode of the Let's Talk Money and More podcast. I really hope you enjoyed it. If you would like to better understand your relationship with money, then please head to the resources section on my website, the Money Confidence Academy, and download my monthly money mindset audit. This will allow you to create a benchmark for where your relationship with money is right now and allow you to continue to measure it on a monthly basis as you do the inner work to improve it. You will also find a copy of my Money Archetypes Assessment at the same time, which will allow you to start to really understand which are your three primary money archetypes driving your relationship with money and how to use this information to make, spend, keep and invest more money. Or if you are a female online business owner, why not join my free Money Confidence community over on Facebook? A link to the group and other ways to connect with me can be found in the show notes. Finally, if you have enjoyed listening to the podcast, please do tell others about it. And I would love it if you rated it and gave a review.